Homeostasis. Introduction. Homeostasis is a term that was first coined by physiologist Walter Cannon in 1926, clarifying the milieu interior with that which fellow physiologist Claude Bernard had spoken of in 1865. Homeo Latinized from the Greek word homeo means similar to, and when combined with the Greek word stasis meaning standing still, gives us the term that is the cornerstone of physiology. Carl Rachter proposed that behavioral responses were also responsible for maintaining homeostasis in addition to the previously proposed internal control system, while James Hardy gave us the concept of a set point or desired physiological stage of values that homeostasis accomplishes. The body's many functions, beginning at the cellular level, operate as to not deviate from the narrow range of internal balance, a state known as dynamic equilibrium. Despite changing the external environment, these changes in the external environment alter the composition of the extracellular fluid surrounding the individual cells of the body, but a narrow range must be maintained to stave off the death of cells, tissues, and organs. Cellular. On the cellular, on the cellular level, homeostasis is observable on the biochemical reactions that take place. Regulation of pH, temperature, oxygen, ion concentrations, blood glucose concentration is necessary for enzymes to function optimally in the environment of the cell and the formation of waste products must be kept in control as not to disrupt the internal environment of the cells as well. The cell will remain alive as long as the internal environment is favorable and can, and can be a functioning part of the tissue to which it belongs. Call cells respond to changes in volume by activating the metabolic transport of molecules necessary to return back to normal volume. In both the cases of hyperosmolar and hyper uh, hyperosmolar external cellular states, these transfer of molecules must result in the volume regulation as to not disturb the contents of the cells from their maximum function. All tissues in the body compose organs that comprise organ systems, which do not operate independently and must work together to achieve homeostasis. Each cell benefits from homeostatic control and contributes to its maintenance as well as providing continuous automaticity of the body. Development. Homeostasis would not be possible without set points, feedback, and regulation. The human body is composed of thousands of control systems to detect change caused by disruptors and employ effectors to mediate that change. The set point is invaluable in the development of the homeostatic control system and as end is, is the nature of the system that designs the output to be. Homeostatic regulation involves both local control as well as reflex control. Although homeostasis is central to understand internal regulation, allostasis, or maintaining stability through change, is worthy of mention, as it is also necessary for organs to adapt to their environments. Aliostasis consists of normal daily variations that exist in the internal system. As such, a difference between homeostasis and allostasis is that the goal of homeostasis is to reduce variability and maintain consistency. Allostasis favors variability because the internal environment can adapt to various environmental encounters. Although, to the, the, although the two concepts may differ, it is important to note the existence of each and their contribution to physiology. Organ systems involved. Homeostasis involved in every organ system of the body. In similar vein, no one organ or the, or the body acts of the body acts alone. Regulation of body temperature cannot occur without the cooperation of the integumentary system, nervous system, musculoskeletal system, and cardiovascular system at a minimum. Chemosensors in the carotid bodies of the aortic body measure the PCO2 and PO2, send the information to the brainstem control center to tell the effectors of the diaphragm and respiratory muscles to alter breathing rate and tidal volume to return to balance. 
Altered reabsorption of the secretion of inorganic ions are the result of chemosensors in the adrenal cortex for potassium concentration. Parathyroid gland for calcium concentration and kidney and, kidney and carotid aortic bodies for sodium concentration, which help these regulated variables back to their normal range. Function. In short, the purpose of homeostasis is to maintain the established internal environment without being overcome by external stimuli that exist to disrupt the balance. Mechanism. A proposed mechanism for homeostasis is represented by a regulatory system in which five critical components work together in a reflex loop. The sensor, set point, error detector, controller, and the effector. A regulator sensed variable has a sensor within the system to measure the change on its value, an example of which is blood glucose concentration. On the other hand, a controlled non-regulated variable whose value becomes altered to maintain the regulated temperature in the narrow range, for example, would be the roles of glucogenesis and glycolysis and glycogenolysis in blood glucose concentration. A controller's role is to in interpret an error signal and determine the outputs of the effector so that homeostasis is once again obtainable. Thus, in the body, controllers are usually the endocrine cells and the sensory organs in the autonomic nervous system, medulla, and hypothalamus. The effectors produce the response that forces the variable back to the normal range. Receptors monitor a change in the environment, a stimulus which is transmitted to the in integration center. For example, the brain in the case of the central nervous system or a gland in the endocrine system. If the determination is that the stimulus differs from the set point, it generates a response and sent back to the effector organ. A system that utilizes these components is known as a negative feedback system, although the opposite is not true. Negative feedback does not mean the system is homeostatic in function. Negative feedback refers to a response that is opposite to the stress. The compensatory action will increase values if they become too low or decrease, or they may become too high. Anticipatory feed-forward controls exist to minimize the disturbance of a predicted change in the environment when anticipating a change. In this type of feedback, controls do not activate when there is a perturbance of the system, but rather before it occurs, as to prepare for the effects of the disturbance would have. Lastly, although not as frequently occurring in the negative feedback loops, positive feedback, in which the stimulus is reinforced rather than decreased, is necessary in some cases as well. One of the most well-known examples of positive feedback occurs during labor when the release of oxytocin stimulates uterine contraction, forcing the baby's head to push against the cervix, which stimulates the release of more oxytocin, which cycles until the delivery is complete. Related testing. A patient's vital signs, blood pressure, core body temperature, heart rate, respiratory rate, and oxygen saturation are the first measurements indicating that there is a homeostatic imba imbalance. A basic metabolic panel is a quick blood test to show electrolyte disturbances, if present, to guide diagnosis and treatment. Measurement of the inorganic ions, kidney function, uh, creatinine ratio, and glucose enable us to fix those abnormalities as well as the underlying cause. Pathophysiology. Homeostasis underlies many, if not all, disease processes. Diseases such as diabetes, hypertension, and atherosclerosis involve both a disturbance of homeostasis as well as the presence of inflammation. The loss of receptor sensitivity with age increases the risk of illness and as an unstable internal environment is allowed to exist. Older individuals are more susceptible to temperature dysregulation and have impaired thirst mechanisms, which contribute to their elevated risk of dehydration seen in this population. 
Acid-based balances underlie acid-based disorders and electrolyte abnormalities that exist from a plethora of medical conditions of or medical medication side effects. Additionally, water balance in terms of fluid maintenance is crucial as not to overload the patient or underhydrate the patient's cells. Overload would be detrimental to a person with underlying cardiovascular respiratory conditions. Thus, an individualized approach is necessary to correct a patient's fluid imbalance, especially in surgical patients. The set point must confine itself to a strict range of certain body functions, but it's not necessarily static in others. For example, deviation of arterial blood gas values from the accepted range would be detrimental to a living system. However, when the body is deprived of food, a new normal must be adjusted to function with less energy and a slower metabolic rate. Without this adaption, the body's cells would be deprived of the need for new, needed nutrients and would quickly die, which is not the case as a living organism can survive on less intake as long as the energy can be maintained. Disruption in thermoregulation could lead to hypothermia if the body's core temperature falls below the threshold for optimal cellular functioning, or hypo, hyperthermia if the body's core temperature exceeds the highest, fee, uh, highest. Fever is an example of how the set point can increase without necessarily killing the individual. An increase in core body temperature is necessary to fight off an invader, but in the case of hyperthermia, the adaptive function of, or of temperature has failed and the set point is unable to return to normal. Clinical significance. After, after all in all, every medical condition can be traced back to the failure of some point in the homeostatic control system, whether it be the inability to detect the initial external change, a failure of initiating a feedback loop, failure to enact a response in return to return to the set point or failure in the set point itself. The goal of the healthcare provider must be to restabilize the internal milieu of the body without causing further harm and to do so promptly to avoid death of the cells from dysregulation or irreparable failure of organ systems.